Payson. Hey, Brom. How's it going? It's going great. What's your update? <laughs> Sometimes I take out my Minnesotan accent. <laughs> I, I love it so. <laughs> uh, what's going on with you? I have had a few busy days at, at work, just a handful. Maybe. Um, but it's been a really good lesson in something that we both have talked about a bit and, and things that we try to avoid and or prevent around uh, hitting burnout mode. Yes. And I think the thing that's been most helpful is on a daily basis, I prioritize my to-do list. Ooh. And I'm like, if anything happens today, it's these three things. And it has truly been um, the, like, the thing that has helped me stay focused and actually get things done and not feel like I'm drowning. And mm. also having conversations about, hey, what should my priority be? How can I prioritize the things on, like, what work needs to be priority? And then within that work, what project or what task? More. And so it's been really helpful to, like, stay on top of things. Mm-hmm. And it's always a work in progress, for sure, especially when you're busy and something will always be like, dang it, that yeah. fell through the cracks. And you you pick it up the next day and it's the first thing that you do and you just keep going. And I've actually still been able to make time to go to the gym, maybe nice. not as much as I like to, but still getting in a few workouts a week and um, making time to have my nights open so that I can have that recoup time to like I'm definitely like by the end of the day much more tired than I normally am and so it's like 9 p.m hits and I'm ready for bed going to bed yeah no I I think this is really good I I appreciate how you're not just on your own prioritizing your to-do list but then also checking in with other people to see if there's anything else that should be prioritized that you might like reconfigure that list because I think there's so much that we can do on our own but especially when you're part of a a well-oiled machine of a team being able to check in with those people and say like am I on the right track is there anything else I've forgotten or like should be adding here is super helpful in continuing to like streamline processes Mm -hmm. so I like that you are getting yourself organized in that way that then makes everything else flow and like your energy can then go toward the actual work and not the organizing of the work exactly because it's hard you you don't when you're busy you don't have time to organize the work right and so you just need to be like okay what are the efficiencies here how do we just like move through this stuff exactly and go and i'm glad that you're still you're recognizing that (laughs) and i feel like i'm in the same place right now too where the gym is my (coughs) de-stressor which is awesome. Excuse me. Um, The gym is my de-stressor, but I also recognize like when I'm able to do it and when I'm not able to do like all of it. And so do I like walk for 30 minutes instead of do my full workout and just trying to still find time to move my body, but maybe not in the way that I'm used to moving my body. And that's still okay. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I'm glad that you're still making time for that. And then also your BNOs. So good. They're a big deal. Your Brian's night off. Gotta keep him on the cow. Yeah, I need to do better with that. I think that I'm starting to feel that like constriction of mm-hmm. time. And so I need to be a lot more aware of how, especially my evenings, like I just need to be way more aware of how I'm spending my evenings because I think they get away from you and that all of a sudden you've been out every night for two weeks and not even like aggressive things, but just like doing tasks or meetings or whatever it is and then all of a sudden you're like why do I feel like garbage (laughs) it's because I haven't any nights 
beyond like a Friday night in to myself. Yeah. Uh, I know we talked about this on one of our recent episodes, but just like you were shocked when I was like, oh yeah, no more than three nights out. Yeah. And I was like, that's impossible. I feel like that's a challenge I really need to figure out. It's a, it's a life changer. Yeah. You've said that. (laughs) What's your update this week? I had shared, I think a couple weeks ago now, maybe more, that I had started a new job. Yeah. That I got a new job, started the new job. So it's very different from my last job. Lots of different material that I'm learning, totally different industry that I'm a part of. Um, and I'm really, really enjoying it. And there's just, but there's just so much. So I'm, you know, every everybody that gets a new job, you're not just like learning the job, but you're learning the people and the mm-hmm. organization and the way people do things. So it's not just like the one thing, it's like the everything. Yeah. Um, and like just the flow of information yes. and the dynamic of how the organization works is like, that is its own learning curve. Yes, it very much is. And it's, I appreciate that like everybody that I work with is very like, they're not, I mean, they're, they are patient people, but they also like, I'm the only one that's trying to rush me. (laughs) Nobody else is trying to rush me. Um, People have been like acknowledging that learning new things is really exhausting because you're reading a lot and using your brain more. And it's not just an automatic response. It's Mm -hmm. like you have to learn it and then reemphasize it and then learn it again. And then then maybe do it. Yeah. And then (laughs) maybe it'll stick a little bit, you hope. Um, and so everybody's like patience and, and acknowledgement of that has been really wonderful. But I'm realizing that I am fighting imposter syndrome a little <sighs> bit. So I'm definitely like, I think the, the growth that I'm feeling is that I can acknowledge that I'm feeling imposter syndrome. I'm not giving into it necessarily totally, but I acknowledge that it's creeping in. Mm-hmm. And so that's been actually kind of a fun like 360 step outside of yourself moment where you're like, oh, like this is happening. I'm aware of it. Now what are we going to do about it? And like asking yourself those questions. So I feel like in that way, I feel like I have grown. (laughs) So that's exciting. Um, But I'm also like really fighting that urge to feel like I need to know everything because I've been, you know, at this point on the job for like a week and a half. (laughs) And so there's no way... For all of the reasons we just talked about, like the team, the industry, the place, the stuff, like I'm just not going to know everything. And I think that's really hard for me. Um, And also like assuming that people expect that of you too is like such a common thing at the start where you're like, I should know the answer to this question. And then you like beat yourself up for not knowing the answer to the question. And it's like, you literally just read that for the first time yesterday. Right. And that's what like, I feel like everybody that that, uh, for the team that I'm on everybody has been wonderful about reminding me but I also want to get to the point where they don't have to remind me because I know I don't have to know everything and so it's this like push-pull feeling but I am really appreciative of that um so some of the ways I so I was thinking about the update today and I was like what I want to talk about the imposter syndrome that I'm feeling but I also want to talk about the ways that I'm actively fighting it Mm -hmm. because I'm acknowledging it as a real thing And so some of those ways are reflecting on what I've learned and how I can apply it. And so really looking at what did I do over the last week and not thinking that I need to know everything, but how do I apply what I have learned and start to like infuse it into the way that I do things at this new job. And like, 
not just content wise, but like the way that people kind of do their work and figure out, okay, is that how I do my work or do I take bits and pieces of everybody? So just reflecting on all that I've taken in and then how I can like spit it back out in a way that works best for the team and for the organization and for me. Um, And then this is a big one that I feel like I didn't do nearly enough at my last job and I wish I did now that I've acknowledged it here is using my past experience for a new perspective on the work that I'm doing. Which is so helpful. Right? Like I think because it's a a totally different industry, I think I need to forget about all of the work that I did for the last five and a half years where there's a real use for a lot of the work that I did in this new environment, I just need to figure out what it looks like. Mm -hmm. But that's like a fun challenge to think about. So not forgetting everything and like fully starting from square one, but building on what I already know about the work that I've done in the past and like building up from there. Well, it's so interesting that you say that because I feel like that's one of the hardest things to do or like to, to like believe in the initial stages because for most people, you do a job for a certain amount of time and you still think about it like I have no experience right. when you have these like imposter syndrome vibes. And it's like, no, I spent, in your case, what, five and a half years yeah. doing this work that isn't nothing. Right. And so like, what are the things that I did well there and how can I apply that here? And I think to go back to your experience and to the work and the the way that you know yourself as a professional, it's not like that's all lost as you start this new job. And it's such an interesting dichotomy of like you as your person, like what you remember Mm -hmm. from the first time that you were like out of college and starting a new job and your brain like somehow goes back to that a little bit when you feel these imposter syndrome vibes. And so to counter it a little bit is, um, it's really helpful and actually pushes you into more of a comfort space in the work that you're doing right. quick, more quickly or like give you more confidence in the work that you're doing when you, when you pull on that, those memories. You're absolutely right. And I think, you know, if I was going into another fundraising job, I would never question leaning on that mm-hmm. experience. So why am I not doing it with this? And I think it's just breaking down that wall of them being two totally separate things, but really looking at like, okay, what, where are the similarities and what different perspective can be offered because of that background yeah. that someone else might not be able to offer? And what like high level overarching umbrella skill do I have that worked well here that also works well here? Totally. You're exactly right. And I think being able to write those things down will start to be very helpful and like a reflective, like get the anxiety out of my system. It's like reassuring that you got this job for a reason. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) Um, And the last thing is just slowing down and being kind to myself. And when I don't know something or don't remember something, I can ask (laughs) and that that's okay. (laughs) Yes. So that's, I thought that that was a good, because we've talked about imposter syndrome a couple times and I finally feel like the acknowledgement of it is a huge step and now saying like okay how am i actively combating it Mm -hmm. and these have these steps have been really helpful and this conversation has been really helpful (laughs) well look at that as always a mini episode in an episode lucky you guys (laughs) uh all right bron give it to me straight what are we talking about today we have a fun one uh we're talking about some we have new beauty faves Mm -hmm. from skincare to hair care that we wanted to share with everyone today because 
Um, we've had a couple episodes where we talk through our routine and our favorite like mainstay products, um, which we'll link to in show notes, queenspeaking.com slash 112. Um, but I think uh, today we wanted to share a couple new finds and extra special additions because there's always that like, ooh, this is a treat or like, oh, I found this new thing and I need to share it with the world. Yes. So absolutely. we're covering those today. I'm excited. I feel like this is one that I, I don't actively think about until you're like, what are you using that is new? Or like, what are you loving? Or what are you getting rid of? And so this was a fun way to like look back at my sink top and say, what's working for me these days? Oh, yeah. And we love a friend recommendation too. So there are for a couple sure. of those. For sure. All right. Uh, let's get into it. Bron, what do you got? Well, I will hit you guys with my favorites, some special editions that get brought out not as often as the regular routine, but sure. are uh, near and dear to my heart. Um, I don't know how to say this brand correctly, so I apologize in advance, but it's the Borghese. That's what I was going to guess. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's Italian or something. Um, Borghese Advanced Fango Active Purifying Mud Mask. Whoa. Um, and so what's crazy about this, I think probably 20 years ago, my cousin gave me like a leftover of hers. Really? And I was instantly obsessed with it. And because the scent of it and like the way it, it like tingles a little bit on my skin in like the perfect way, but it's the most, because it's a, it's like a clay mud mask. Mm-hmm. And so it just feels like so purifying and then like does such a good job to exfoliate and so i probably do it about once a month but it does a really good job of like you know keeping everything super smooth high and tight refresh now is that one that you should be using more than once a month or would you suggest sticking with once a month i honestly don't know but for me once a month works i have very sensitive skin so anything more than that would probably be too much wreck it yeah got it That's a great one. I personally enjoy it a lot. I love that it's like a blast from the past moment as well. Yeah, I realized when I was like, because I used it very recently, like ahead of this, it kind of like helped prompt this episode a little bit. Um, And I used it and I was like, I forgot how much I loved this. That's awesome. Where did I get this originally? Like when you go back and you're, because you're like, like, you know, when you keep buying a thing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, where did this actually come from originally? Yeah. Thanks to some some hand-me-downs 20 years ago <laughs> loves it which is also crazy let's not go there <laughs> um so another one uh this is for all our ladies who love uh home manny petty mm-hmm. um sally hansen's insta dry top coat is my new absolute favorite i've actually started doing my nails again because I was, yeah, I was going to say, so, but how long, so, you know, I don't do my nails often because mm-hmm. it frustrates me. How long does it last? So for me, it's like a week and a, on a good week, a week and a half. Ooh. Yeah. So if the actual nail polish is good and like this has been going strong, the one that I have on right now. It's very pretty. Um, For a week now, which wow. is great. And, it's and like no not, chips. Zero chips. Zero chips. Which is pretty spectacular. So I have to give a hat tip to my coworker Stacy, mm-hmm. um, who is the one who told me about this. Um, but I had been fully off painting my nails for so long because they kept chipping, and it was absolutely driving me crazy because that's yeah. my biggest pet peeve. 
Um, but I also have always loved having a nail color. So I was like in this, like, I don't feel like myself moment. Um, and I really missed it. And so she was like, cause I was like, your nails always look amazing. Yeah. Do you go to get Manny's every week? And she was like, no, I do this myself. And I was like, tell me everything. That's so much money saved. And so, um, I personally have always like really enjoyed Manny's as a little bit of like my me my me time. I'll like watch a TV show, like some Food Network, and paint my nails. Um, but she this top coat is so good; it's a game changer. It dries in. You put it on. You paint your nails like you do the normal. Like I recommend two coats. Got it. Um, two coats of the nail polish, and then you do the top coat over it and let it dry for two minutes, and you literally can like go take out the trash or like do the dishes and That's your nails are like awesome solid dry because i am one of those people that literally walks around with like my hands fanned out for like 30 minutes after i do it and it's so annoying it is so annoying and that's why i don't do my nails is because i don't find it relaxing i found it stressful yeah but when you can just do like a couple coats and then throw this top coat on and then like call it yeah that's awesome. It's nice because, like, if you pair it with an activity like watching TV, like, you're sitting and chilling anyway. Yeah. So it's fine. So true. But um, they sell it at Target or on Amazon. Please pick it up because Stacy told me to pass it on to... The world. All the ladies. I like it. Two minutes, though. That's all it takes. Love that. Dry time. Definitely going for that. Another one I love is the Dermalogica... Superfoliant. Hmm. Fun uh, name. R.I.P. to me using uh, what I've recently, what I shared in our past uh, episodes, the Acure Brightening Facial Scrub does Hold not on. work for me. You, when you change a product, you let the people know. It just did. You, when did you put this together? Over the weekend? <laughs> yeah, I bought it a week ago. Well, you should have texted me as soon as you did that. Immediately. Immediately. <laughs> so, well, I don't know. Like, you can still use, use the Acure. If it works for you, still use it. But the new formula has spearmint in it, and my skin is too sensitive to handle it. That's rude So that I get, they like, a that. full, like, like face cheek beard. face. <laughs> Not a face beard, but, like, I get, like, red irritation bumps on my skin. Oh, it, like, no. It actively burns me. Oh my gosh. It's, it's like a hot oil. I guess that I forgive you for not making me the first priority when your face was burning. <laughs> so I was like, I literally went on the hunt for a replacement. I was like, because I love. Because you're really good about the exfoliant. Yeah. And I love it so much because it's necessary and especially as we age. Um, but truly, uh, everything has either salicylic acid in it or peppermint or cucumber, which are. All things that irritate my skin. And so I finally found this and it, the Dermalogica Superfoliant is, I do it at one time, one to two times hmm. a week exfoliator because you can't do too much or else your skin will fall off. Yep. <laughs> not really. Mine will. It will get really red though. It will get red and not uh, regenerate properly. <laughs> um, but this particular scrub is really interesting. Um you like it's like a powder and then you mix it with a little water and it becomes like a scrubby i'm if you hear my hands rubbing together that's that's what (laughs) happens and then you do it in circular motions 
And it has activated charcoal in it, which helps absorb environmental toxins from your pores. And it also has niacinamide and red algae, which um, help to guard against pollutants and um, also help anti-age your skin. Wow. Um, But it's really interesting, and I'm, like, really loving it. And um, I used it. People kept telling me my skin was glowing last week. And I was like, it's not just because it's I got married. happiness. <laughs> <laughs> I have a new exfoliator because I hadn't been, because ex- I literally went months where I wasn't exfoliating my skin. And you hate that. Yeah. No so, buenzo. It was not great because I couldn't find anything. And so highly recommend it. These will all be linked in show notes for everyone. That's good to know. It's a good one. So I will give you my, a cure. Well, I haven't you been using continue. it either. So why? Because you know, sometimes I fall off some bandwagons. So not because it's irritating your skin. No, because I fell off the exfoliant bandwagon. I I jumped on another bandwagon, and I've kept up with that bandwagon. Okay, but yeah, are we going to hear about it later? You are going to hear about it later. But I feel like I I just need someone to give me the step by step day by day like I've gotten the steps down for my evening routine like I know what comes after what but I need to know like a Monday through Sunday what I should be doing every day I do I save my exfoliators exfoliator days for a Wednesday and a Sunday but then I'm like can I double up because I have a, a another one that I use three days a week that I'm like I don't think I could do those on the same day I feel like it'd be too much in, unless they're all exfoliators. It's not, but it's intense. Okay. We'll, 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 talk. Get, we'll talk. Yeah. We'll, we'll get there. I'm <laughs> we'll curious. consult the internet. Curious. Um, I'm almost done. <laughs> uh, my final recommendation is whey hair oil. Mm. Everyone, please buy this. It's the best thing that's ever existed. I need to ask, though. You know your girl's got some serious curls over here. Will it work for your curly-haired friends? That's a great question that the internet internet, <laughs> the internet internet might be able to answer for you. Okay. I feel like it makes my hair smooth and silky, so I feel like it would make your curls smooth and silky. Do you put it on dry when your hair is dry? No. Oh, you put it on when it's wet. I know nothing about hair care. <laughs> <laughs> I know what our friend Amy tells me to do when she dry cuts my hair once a year. <laughs> so I wash my hair, and then I get out of the shower, I brush it, and okay. then I put the hair oil in it and then I blow dry it because so my hair is pretty dry and frizzy so a hair oil is actually something that's really good for me like some people use a spray some Mm -hmm. people use like a cream Mm -hmm. I like it and oil is best um, because it doesn't weigh down my hair too much but it also keeps it smooth and glossy and magical so what I love about this is that it keeps my hair color from fading because i'm not a natural blonde what (laughs) i knew that (laughs) it also protects from heat damage because i'm using all sorts of hot tools hot tools (laughs) um and it also smells amazing like my favorite floral scent gardenia oh beautiful so it's like a perfume without being a perfume Ooh, and i always love when someone tells me i smell good yeah it feels like the highest compliment (laughs) just smelled my hair (laughs) that wasn't weird (laughs) 
So I highly recommend this. Jen Atkin, uh, who is a hot Ooh, celeb stylist. Very hot. This is her brand and her products. She has a, a very specific line of things. And this is my absolute favorite. I got it as a sample and then immediately was like, I'm buying the full size. Um, you can buy from the website. I got mine on Sephora. I will say that, and I know that this has come up, I think, in different like places with different people, not here on the podcast, but if you are buying your hair care or skincare products on Amazon, stop. Yeah. You need to stop because we don't know where they're actually coming from. And I feel very strongly about this. Yeah, I fully agree. You need to, it's like, like, I buy black market goods. Well, and like, I buy all my stuff um, from Sephora, you know, points. And there was one day where I was like really out of something. So I did my prime, you know, Amazon and it did like, there was like a weird sticker on it and like, it felt weird. And my mom was like, you do not buy hair care, skincare on unless the website links to Amazon is the only time I trust it. Cause there is one thing that I use that is linked to Amazon, but it's from the website because they don't sell it there for some reason. But that's the only thing, and it's never giving me any trouble. But the hair care stuff that I use, so just keep that in mind. Like, don't buy, especially if it's, like, brand name good stuff. You're usually paying more for it on Amazon anyway, and you're getting the better and actual version of it if you buy it from their website or from Sephora. Yes. Or Ulta, I guess. Any, like, beauty supply store. But just that's my like PSA when it comes to buying stuff. Hands down, fully agree. Our close friend Amy will do the same and yell at you if you she buy. Yelled it. at me, so stuff on the internet like that. <laughs> and she was right. <laughs> buy well, it from the store. Well, this is exciting because I feel like you know, obviously we have very different hair, so sometimes it's fun for me to think about like what your hair does and then what my hair does mm-hmm. and what version of what you use maybe different brand could work for my hair because i use a cream i never use an oil Mm. but i also don't heat dry my hair amy what should we do amy (laughs) if you're out there (laughs) um no that's a good question i should give you a little uh spritz spritz little squirt of it and see how you like it watch like you'll i'll do it tomorrow my hair will be like stringy and disgusting i'll be like well that didn't work for me (laughs) and now we know hair oil's not for sale (laughs) Stick to Mediva Curl. Um, so this next thing that I want to shout out is actually something that the internet is raving about that mm. I want to buy immediately, but uh, it's it's crazy, and I don't understand like how it's so popular. It's the Revlon One Step Hair Dryer and Volumizer, hmm. and it's basically like a hair like a round brush and a hair dryer combined. Hmm. And so you use it, and you like. Do it basically like gives you a blowout without and like, like in like half the, the time, tools. yeah, without yeah. like seven brushes <laughs> and like six hair dryers and whatnot. Um, but it apparently, like, I've watched like seven YouTube videos where people absolutely rave about it. They do their hair in like five minutes. Wow, and it's unreal. We have friends who've used it and like posted about it on their Instagram. Holy and I'm Christmas. like, it's $60, and so I'm like. Do I spend $60 on, like, another Yes, thing? you do. I was thinking it was, like, $200. It's $60. It's $60. So. <laughs> I've seen you buy things for $60 that you shouldn't have bought. So. That's, that's fair. <laughs> um, so that's a 
fun little thing that I've been hearing about and hear that it's like the best thing ever but I don't because like the one that I feel like I would actually buy which is like one billion dollars is the mm-hmm. Dice, Dyson oh yeah like, I've whatever. heard about that one mm-hmm. and you know I get it because all Dyson products are the bomb there um but this is on the affordable track but I'm afraid it will like burn my hair off or something but people are like like I saw someone blow dry her hair she had like crazy curly frizzy thick hair wow and her hair was like shiny and beautiful straight and straight in like no No time time. shocking i think especially if you have a personal recommendation that's when i go for it yeah is like it's i love a youtube video and i also really appreciate you know that i now read comments (laughs) and reviews um game changer more than i ever used to but for me, when it's someone that I trust and has a similar like hair or face situation to me, I usually I take that I take that as like the top recommendation. Yeah, I'm like if you're using it, you like it, it's working for you. I've seen it in action. I'm in. I'm doing it. So I'll be interested to hear if you end up going for it. I'm probably gonna buy it. It's sixty bucks. Again, that's you know one of our dinners out. That's Maybe. Fair. That's fair. <laughs> we can skip a week and you can get this. <laughs> That's funny. All right. What are, what's your list? Well, mine is not as long. But, you know, I think because you had so much good detail in them, it felt like a longer list. But that was a good list. It kind of covered all the bases. Hair, face, nails. I think you did a very nice, a thorough job. And I now have an idea of what I need to be doing better. Well, I will share all the links with you and everyone else. I appreciate that. Um, so I have two products that I've started using um, that I feel like have done their job that then also lived up to the recommendation and also the reviews that I was reading. They are both Ole Henriksen, which I've talked about on here probably about a million times. Every skincare episode we've talked about, I've used this brand. Yes. I think I used it also for the brand episode. And yes. I think I've talked about it. In an update. So I am a super fan. Super fan. Of this, Ole Henriksen. You to Ole Henriksen is me to Kiehl's. Yes. A thousand percent. Yes, yes, yes. So the one that I want to really focus on is the Glow Cycle Retin-Alt Power Serum. <gasps> it sounds as cool as it is. Is this the thing that you use that you're like, I don't know if I can combo this with an exfoliator. Yes, because it's That's fair. It's got some strength to it. Yes, that makes sense. Get into it. I want to know. Yeah, so it actually does make me glow, I feel. <gasps> I know it doesn't look like it right now, but I feel like the morning after I use it, I feel quite glowy. I do have a large... Your skin does look good right now. I have a zit on my chin, though. It's I growing. Can't, I can't see it at I gotta all. pop it. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sorry. Um, So actually, my friend Kelly suggested this because she started using it. And I had heard about it. And because I get all my Sephora emails and they're Mm -hmm. like, new product from Ole Henriksen. Since you're a super fan, you should check this out. And instantly sold. Marketing. (laughs) Trust is everything. I don't care if you're the biggest company in the world. If you know me, you got me. And so I went to the website, but I was seeing a lot of like, ho-hum reviews like not the the glowing reviews that I was hoping for for something that was firstly a tooch on the expensive side Mm -hmm. as these products tend to be but I have a tendency to spend big when it comes to my skin these days I don't know when that happened but 
I do. Welcome to 30. Yeah, seriously. But it really did. So Kelly then informed me that these people are probably using this every day. And this is really at the start meant to be used at most twice a week. That's fair. So because it's it's retinol, it's like, it's strong. It's got a lot going Some people can't it. even handle it. Like one day a week. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to start. <laughs> I'm going to start really small. And Kelly has then worked up to three days a week. So I started twice a week. And then I was feeling like if you use it back to back by accident, your skin freaks out. But if you use it incrementally. Like every other day kind of a vibe. It's a totally different outcome, which is still like science amazing fantasticness to me because that that is that blows my mind. Your skin needs a day of rest. Right, but it's like I know that all of this stuff comes out of like chemistry and like all these things, but it still blows my mind. So um, it really though has changed my skin. I have a tendency to get I'm mm-hmm. I'm the acne person, so I have a lot of like little bumpies on my forehead that like, and then I get some like cystic acne on my chin every mm-hmm. so often. But the ones on my forehead just felt like they were there forever. I thought that they weren't going anywhere. That they were just my new best friend, and they've always been there. This is not like a new thing. And I started using this, and I did it twice a week. And I started with a Wednesday and a Saturday were yeah. like my nights. And the morning after, those bumps were gone. Like gone. So I was shocked and I couldn't believe it. And then after a while of using it twice a week, it started to like the like uh, reaction started to kind of wear off. So it wasn't going away, but it was going away some, but it wasn't like fully disappearing like it was right in the beginning. Well, it makes me wonder, are you replacing, are you using it in place of something else that might be irritating your skin that's causing those bumps? I'm not using it in place of anything. Interesting. Yeah, it's weird. Because then, so I kicked it up to three days a week because Kel was like, your skin is used to it now. Like, go for three. Yeah. And so I do Monday, Wednesday, Saturday. If I did it every other, I would lose track. And so I think just sticking to Monday, Wednesday, Saturday is just... Very reasonable. ...the best way for me. Um, And it just has made my cheeks, my forehead, and, like, my chin just feel... um, so much more smooth. And I'm using something that also decreases like sheen because I have a high oil situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm still using that in the same rate. And I st- and it's working. Like it's all working together. That's amazing. Yeah. And I use like, what's the right? Like a dime? No. That's not a lot. Yeah. Then it's like a dime. I use like a dime and I like, yes. yeah, at most. That's awesome. Brianna so- just made a dime-sized hole with her hand. <laughs> Sid was trying to measure it by the tip like, of her finger. What is a dime? But I use a dime size, and then I just tap it on my face, and I rub it in, and it works. It's fantastic. It has no real smell to it. It's purple. It's part of their... They have a retinol evening mm-hmm. like skincare line. I also use the um, moisturizer in the evening as well. So, like... Again, branding. I never know if this is true or not, but like compounding um, same brands and also their full line for like their evening stuff. I'm like, I don't know if this is really doing anything. They say it makes a difference. I don't know if it does, but like this stuff really, really works. So that's Ole Henriksen Glow Cycle Retinol Power Serum. We will link to it in show notes, but I... I, you're obsessed. I'm now obsessed. I got, as part of my one of my free gifts, I got a little travel size baby one. <gasps> so I don't have to take the whole thing with me when I travel. 
And I just really enjoy it. And so that has been like the biggest one probably since our last skincare episode that I've added that I am just like. (sighs) Well, and I feel like if because one of the things that you said in our last you were like, I don't even know where to begin with the anti-aging stuff. Yeah. But I know I need to be like on track and uh, your skin looks great. Thank you. And that's what like when I go into Sephora, I'm aware that there is always an upsell but the Sephora I go to I feel like I go frequently enough where some of the people I know and I trust that they're going to steer me in the right direction and not just upsell me because I have this fun habit of not getting like a basket because I'm never there to get as much as a basket is needed you're like I got two maybe three products exactly they fit in both my hands and I'm good to go but I know when I start like gathering things I'm like you've overdone it you need to put something back we're in a dangerous space (laughs) You cannot afford this. So that's the one that I put in like the top, top, top of my list. Um, and then the other one that I just started using is the Ole Henriksen Sea Rush Vitamin C Gel Moisturizer. Ooh, a gel moisturizer. Gel moisturizer. So this is also after, and I'll find this and we'll link to it, but The Cut just did an article probably like maybe right at the end of the year, right at the beginning of the calendar year, that was all about like people are up in arms that the process like the um what's the word the sequence of product is eye cream moisturizer oil and that's the sequence and people were upset like people had a lot to say about it and so I did some reading and I was like huh I wonder why that is and it's the whole thing like the oil seals in the moisture (gasps) yes so you should be using your moisturizer before that so that oil seals in the moisture And it was a really funny article, but also, like, people were like, oh, my God, I've been doing everything wrong for my whole life. I'm like, me too. And so I started that switch, and I had run out of my last moisturizer, which was really good. Um, But I really like Ole Henriksen, and they had just come out with this gel moisturizer. And with it being winter, I Mm. thought I need a little extra. And the gel actually is a bit heavier, and so it feels not heavy on my face but it feels like I don't feel like my face is cracking halfway yeah. through the day and so I switched to it's it the worst it really is and like I'm sure that maybe for the summer I'll switch back to maybe my lighter one but I really like this for winter and so I use the banana eye cream from Ole Henriksen mm-hmm. first then I use the sea rush vitamin c gel moisturizer second not a lot just enough and it's like cooling as well on my face and so if feels really nice and it smells really good but there's no like added gross stuff in there and so I rub that all in and then I use this vitamin c um, truth serum to finish it all off and I feel like a new person when I leave in the morning so I like it I'm a big fan of that brand but that one I feel like was a good replacement because it was time to find a new for this season that we're in yes Um, and it feels like it's my skin supports it pretty well well i also feel like a gel would be better for oily skin too like a gel moisturizer oh yeah i don't know why you know i know nothing i just listen to what they tell me (laughs) you're like hard to say they again served an ad and i was like i need a new moisturizer and that looks pretty good and all their other products work (laughs) well so much of of it is trial and error so if you find something you like this is why we're passing it on if you have funky skin that is oily dry sensitive yep all of our products apply. <laughs> yeah they all can do the job but yeah i think that 
honestly, also switching the sequence worked as well. Interesting. Yeah. And it does feel like the moisture is held longer. And again, maybe that's just because I'm hoping that it is. And my brain's just playing tricks on me. But I used to, partway through the day, start to feel like like when I'd smile, like Ooh. things were not feeling so good. Yeah, you don't want that. Right. And so I feel like a combination of the right moisturizer with the fact that it's the thing that's staying put, not the thing that like rubs off halfway through the day because it's not the thing that's sealed in, is um, really helpful. That's a game changer. Yeah. So those are my two. These sound amazing. I probably won't use these. That's okay. But I will tell people about these, mostly just because I think the first one would uh, wreck my skin. (laughs) Well, and the first one appeals to people that are looking for an alternative to like a crazy strong retinol. Yeah. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. I think if people are looking for something that is not meant to be used every day and... Maybe I'll do a once a week trial just to get like a little sampley but your skin is really clear so like part of the reason i started using it was because of the like bumps that i was getting yeah and the bumps have dissipated so i feel like if you're not getting bumps maybe you don't need to well uh the thing that has had been the the shift for my acne prone skin in my adult life was the glossier Oh. Power uh, serum. That stuff messed with my skin. The super pure. Mm-hmm. Really? They all did. I gave them all away. Oh. Yeah. My oh, friend Elise, it. she gets them because I was like, this wrecked my skin. I'm sorry. <laughs> but they work for you, it sounds like. Well, the super pure serum is the best thing that's ever happened to me. And it is currently and has been for, like, legitimately a year out of stock. Really? And I think because they're, like, reformulating the situation, which makes me nervous because it was amazing for my skin as it was. And so I'm like, dang it, now I have to be, like, on the hunt. And there are a couple ones out there that I want to try, but I'm really just hoping by the time I run out that they'll have it back in There's something. And they've been going through some serious stuff over there at Glossier. They discontinued their Play brand. (gasps) Yeah, because they... Because it wasn't making money. And also, they discontinued one of their glitter, like, streaky things because they said that glitter is bad for the environment and they're trying to be more environmentally sound, which I appreciate. And I'm also like, and it wasn't making money. (laughs) So... Um, so yeah, it seems like they're, I mean, it's still an amazing company. It is a true unicorn in the business world. And Emily Weiss is like, like superhuman, it seems like, but it seems like there's some other stuff happening over in in their world that might have put some things on hold. Interesting. Well, then maybe I will try the retinol from Ole Henriksen as once I run out of my super peer just to try. Just to see what happens. Well, and if you want to just use my little baby travel guy, I don't want you to... Tr- there, it's not cheap. I don't want you to buy a whole one if you don't have to. I guess well, it I'll probably it comes a in a trial size, but, you know. What's that? I'll just give it to you as a gift. Perfect. Win-win. <laughs> Win-win. So that's what we've got for our new um, beauty faves. And I'm really excited to have learned... I always learn from you around what I probably should be using and I don't see that stopping anytime soon. So this is always very helpful for me. 
and hopefully it was helpful for everybody else out there who's maybe looking for a refresh or something different. Um, but we always want to hear what you all are using or what is like new to your repertoire that you feel like is like a must shout on the rooftops to everybody that needs to know. So let us know over on Instagram. We are at queen underscore speaking. Um, and yeah, let's keep it going. I'm excited. This is a fave of mine. So let's keep talking about skin and all our favorite things. Yes. And be beautiful. Yes. No matter what age. Inside and out. I love it. Yeah. Shall we break? Let's break. 